Can you hear me? <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Nick. Hola, Nick! Just wanted to take a few minutes to let you find folks know how you can contact us. You can find us on Twitter at the It's Too Wordy One and on Instagram. Just look for It's Too Wordy. We also have a Discord set up, The Haunted Log. If you like what you hear, maybe considering throwing us some of your spare change. Maybe some of your hard-earned loot. Maybe some stuff you find in your car cushions. Who knows? Anything will go a long way. And you can do that by visiting our Patreon page at Patreon backslash HouseBTS. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this episode. Good evening and welcome to the new episode of The Haunted Log Old Time Radio Midnight Theater Presents The Fantastic Four. Episode 10. 11. <laughs> it's 11, yeah. It's 11. This episode is based on The Prisoner of the Pharaoh by and Fantastic Four number 19 from October 1963 by Stanley and Jack Kirby. And tonight I am joined by... Kirk. Brian. And we are going to discuss how we feel about this episode after we're done listening to it. So sit back and enjoy. Attention, all true believers. Marvel Comics is on the air. From the annals of the world's greatest comic magazine come the adventures of the Fantastic Four. This week, our fearless foursome will travel back in time and find themselves at the mercy of Ramatut, the pharaoh from the future. Sound mysterious? Well, Stan will be by to unravel this marvelous tale in just half a moment. Weaponless and defenseless, the Fantastic Four are trapped in the long-dead mysterious past with only their own unique powers to help them face the most totally unexpected menace of their career. But let us start at the beginning and let them lead us into this mind-staggering adventure. Ben's never failed to respond to our signal before. I wonder where he can be. He must be at Alicia's. No, I've been trying to reach there by phone. Wouldn't it be something if they've eloped? Maybe they're out walking. I'll fly over the neighborhood. Flame on. I was right. There they are now. Hi, Alicia. Hey, Romeo, uh, I don't want to break up your little balcony scene, but Reed wants you to report back to headquarters on the double and bring Alicia with you. On my day off? Look, Squirt, you tell that bag of bones not to hold his breath. No, Ben. We must go. It might be important. And so, a few minutes later... All the tests check out perfectly, Reed. Now, if only Ben and Alicia would get here. Here they are now, Sue. Come in, you two. Hey, listen, bub. You're getting to be some kind of Napoleon telling Alicia to report here with me. Oh, Ben. It's all right. I always enjoy visiting here. Let me explain, old friend. This happens to concern Alicia. Uh-oh. When you use that old friend routine, it means look out. It all started yesterday when Sue and I went to the Museum of Natural History to check some elusive facts. I've been doing some research on Egyptology, and there are a few years of ancient Egyptian history which are completely unaccounted for, almost as if they didn't exist. Anyway, among the hieroglyphics on display was a series which showed a blind pharaoh, then a vial of radioactive herbs, and then the same pharaoh with sight. It can only mean that during those missing years, a cure was found for blindness. If you're saying what I think you're saying... I hate to build up false hopes, Ben, and yet... That's ridiculous. How could there have been any radioactive herbs when they didn't even know about atomic energy? And how can we get back to the past? You know, there's no subway. I can't answer the first question, Ben, but do you remember our first encounter with Dr. Doom when Doom's castle was badly damaged by fire? 
there's a chance that the space-time machine he used to send us into the past for Blackbeard's treasure is still operational. Well, what are we standing around jawing for? Yeah, let's go. We've just been waiting for you, Ben. A short time later, the fantastic car touches down outside Dr. Doom's now-deserted castle. Once inside, they proceed with haste to the master control room. Hey, there's that plate we stood on when we took our little trip. Looks good as new. Lucky for us that Dr. Doom made so many things fireproof. The control panel seems to be intact, too. Alicia, you'll have to stay here to get us there and back. Think you can handle it? I'll try to learn it by touch. But if there's any danger to any of you, I just couldn't bear it if any... Forget it, kid. Okay, Alicia. I'll show you the procedure. And then, after hours of practice... Everybody ready? I'm set. Now remember, Alicia, work those buttons just as we showed you. If all goes well, we'll return in 24 hours. Farewell, you brave, unselfish adventurers. As Alicia works the time machine, the fantastic Ford disappear from sight on their way to a multitude of unsuspected adventures. Seconds later, or is it weeks? There's no way to know with the mystery of time travel, but seemingly within the wink of an eye, the colorful quartet find themselves in the land of the ancient pharaohs. We did it! We're here! Now all we gotta do is find that radioactive herb and bring it back with us. I only wish it were that easy, Ben. I have an uneasy feeling about those years for which history has no record. Look! On that sand dune ahead! Warriors! With spears! Finding themselves fearless, the onrushing horde tries a mass attack, but on the wrong target. Going somewhere, playmates? Well, this ought to slow you. While Ben ties up the dazed warriors in bonds made of their own armor, another danger enters from the other side. Here come more of them. I'll take care of these newcomers in my own way. Can't get very far when someone's holding onto your chariot. The battle is raging on all fronts, and the Fantastic Four are taking it all, but their victory is short-lived. For the next second... Flaming fireballs! Some sort of air vacuum is chilling my flame! You want to fight, huh? Okay, let's chew on this for a while. I'm losing my strength. What gives? And as Ben collapses under the weight of the tree, Reed looks over from his own battles and... Something's happened to the torch and Ben. They both lost their powers. Now it's happening to, to me, too. I'm losing my resilience. I can't stretch anymore. And as he falls to the ground, he senses the presence of the invisible girl. Sue, stay invisible. Something terribly wrong here. Oh, Reed. It is going to all be beaten by some unseen force. Oh, no, it's happening to me. I can feel it. I can't help myself. Oh, I feel so weak. We can't defend ourselves. It's impossible. But the famous foursome have still more staggering adventures in store. For when they regain consciousness, they find themselves in an ancient throne room. Opulence surrounds them. Where are we? Well, what happened to us? We're prisoners. That's the pharaoh. On your feet, captives. 
You are in the presence of Ramatut, King of Kings, Master of Men, Lord of the Seven Sons, and now captor of the Fantastic Four. You, you know you it. Know it? Ah, I thought that remark would startle you. Hey, what's going on here? Did we land in the wrong year? Can this be the future? No, it is the past. Your mind is as sharp as the ancient legends claim. This is the past. But I am not of this age. No ancient pharaoh could have the power to subdue the Fantastic Four. Then... This is the weapon which sapped your powers, which made you my captives. This ultra-diode ray was invented in the year 3000, 1000 years further ahead in the future than your own century. Then you too are a time traveler. I come from a glorious age of enlightenment, the century of peace and progress, and I hated it, for I am a man of action, an adventurer. But there, there were no adventures, just unbearable bliss. The closest I could get to an adventure was watching it on 3D stereo vision. I learned of your existence through an ancient audio tape. Oh, how I envied your dramatic careers. Then, one day, while visiting the ruins of an ancestor of mine, I came upon what was left of his greatest invention. A time machine. I devoted years to building my own time machine from his plans. Then, at last, I was ready. With my headquarters in Egypt and my vast scientific knowledge, I could become the absolute ruler of all mankind. And so I traveled back into the dim past in my time machine, which I'd shaped into an awesome idol to play upon the superstition of my soon-to-be slaves. Wonders. What miracle is upon us? But due to a careless miscalculation, the machine was damaged on landing. I found myself trapped in this primitive century and sightless. But by firing my ultra-diode ray at the dazzled natives, I made them obtain for me a rare herb which, when subjected to the radiation from my damaged machine, had the power to restore my eyesight. I have ruled here ever since. If I can just seize that gun. Ah, now I'll show you the power of my mightiest weapon. By bathing you with its rays, it can sap your will and make you my slaves. I need only repeat the treatment to free you, but that shall never be. Take them away. But you, Susan Storm, shall remain at my side and become my queen. I feel so strange, so powerless, no will of my own. And so we see a turn of events you would never have dreamed possible. The complete subjugation of the Fantastic Four. The frequently feisty thing is now one of many galley slaves chained to their oars. Master, you dogs! I can do nothing but obey. It's like I'm sleeping with my eyes open. And the formerly invincible Mr. Fantastic has been put to work as a super observer for the legions of Ramatut. All clear to the north. The enemy has fled. I cannot help myself. Must do as they command. And as for the once proud human torch, he is now court jester, furnishing amusement for the gloating pharaoh from the future. I have so humbled Earth's greatest heroes. No none will ever defy them. And as the clock slowly draws near the fateful hour when the waiting Alicia will attempt to bring the Fantastic Four back to the present, the finishing touches are applied to Sue Storm's bridal costume. The effects of Ramatut's ray gun will never wear off. Our only hope is to have it fired at us again. But how? 
Every fiber of my being wants to flee this terrible fate, but I cannot. How strange for one about to become a queen to look so sad. But inscrutable fate works in mysterious ways and can change the plans of anyone, even Rama Tut. Under the heat of the Egyptian sun, the body chemistry of the imprisoned thing undergoes a change. As the rays get hotter and hotter, one of the most awesome physical changes ever recorded again takes place, until the normal Ben Grimm appears. A Ben Grimm slim enough to slip through the shackles. A Ben Grimm whose mind and will are not affected by the ray. I don't know how it happened, but I've got a chance to save the others if I can just reach shore. Within the palace gates, the woebegone Sioux Storm sits beside Rama Tut. Do not fret, my lovely. At my side, you shall become history's most envied queen. Here I am being forced to entertain Rama Tut, and all I want to do is attack and destroy him. Now, my bride-to-be, sip your nectar and toast our love, for soon you shall be queen of all the night. Guess again, lover boy. I got that gun of yours, and things are going to start popping around here. Another 20th century intruder? But how? How? Oh, but away from the burning rays of the primitive sun, Ben Grimm begins to revert to his other form, and as he feels himself coming under the will-sapping influence of the pharaoh's spell... I can't let my escape this minute, man. Gotta save soon. Just one blast. The rays struck the girl. She's normal again. You saved me, Ben. And I won't fail the Fantastic Four. Give me that gun, woman. It won't help you. I'll seize it before you can learn to operate it. I've got to stop the time. Even if for a few seconds. You are an elusive queen to be, but that will be to no avail. I can still see your garments. Oh, he's closed. Only one chance left. I'll fire at Janice. Yippee, I'm me again. Stand back, sis. I'll warm this party up. No, stay back. Stop. I command you. Mister, your commanding days are over. This will hold you till I zap the thing and Mr. Fantastic out of your spell. No! Spell me! I beg of you! He doesn't even suspect the wall behind me is also the door to my hidden chamber. Now, while he wastes his time reviving his friends, I shall go directly to my time machine. Once inside, mine will be the upper hand! Meanwhile, a revived Sioux Storm fires the ray, point blank at the thing, and then... That did it, sis! Oh, my aching head. Now we must find Reed. Once they've escaped from the palace, the Human Torch does exactly that. Ah, there he is. They got our boss acting as a shield for them while they attack another army. Well, they'll just have to get themselves another boy. And in a few minutes, the Torch fills his partner in and they take off to join the others. You're yourself again. Now that we're our normal selves again, we've got to find Rama Tut. Just what I'm aiming to do, Stringbean. I saw him go through that trap door. It must lead to the Sphinx. And the four take off after Rama Tut through the underground tunnel. Faster. Easy, Ben. We're almost there. That opening ahead should take us to him. Hold it. It may be booby-trapped. Bah. There's only one way to find out. I'll toss Rama Tut's gun through the opening and... Oh, look at that. It's been atomized. It was booby-trapped. Well, there's more than one way to get where we're going. Flame on! Careful, Johnny. No telling what you'll find. Hey, there's some kind of screen in here, and it's starting to glow. The others join Johnny in front of the screen, which suddenly comes to life with the enraged image of Rama Tut. 
So what do you guys think? It was very interesting. Yes. Yeah? The whole time travel thing was... Don't they have any, like, real-time problems ever? <laughs> nope. It's gotta go back in time. And Alicia was the one that was gonna bring him back. Right. The blind girl. They spent hours training her how to use Dr. Doom's time machine. Yep. 
hours. Hours. <laughs> One mistake, and they're stuck. Forever. Would that have been really a bad thing? Probably not. I'm pretty sure they could have rubbed two sticks together and made a time machine out of it back in those oh, days. Oh, yeah. Give Reed 15 minutes. Yep. So this episode is that Reed and Sue were at the museum, and they came across something. Or Reed has been doing a lot of Egyptology research, and he came across a story about a pharaoh who used cer- certain herbs to heal a blind guy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we could use this to heal- help Alicia. Yep. So let's travel back to ancient Egypt. We'll use Dr. Doom's time machine that luckily wasn't burnt up when Johnny burnt up everything in the castle. And we'll travel size. And we'll travel back in time. And it was tiny. Made for Ant-Man only. And Alicia will stay behind and she'll run the machine and hope to God that she does it right. Yep. So they travel back 3,000 years to ancient Egypt and all their powers get taken away from them. And they meet a pharaoh named Ramatut. Ramatut is wearing the full headdress and underwear. He's pretty much, that's all how Ramatut wears. His standard Namor outfit with a pharaoh hat. Nice. Yeah. At least they're consistent. Right. And it's like, I used to love Ramatut. Now, I don't know so much. Not so much. But, okay, so weird thing. So... Ramatut enslaves all of them, and they have to do certain things for him, but he wants Sue to be his bride. Ramatut is an ancient descendant of not only Doctor Doom, but of Sue and Reed. Mind blown. So he wants to marry his thousand year old descendant. Well, that's how they did it back in the queen. It's just weird. Keep the bloodline pure. And Reading this, you you realize that Stan did not make Ramatut to be Kang, the Conqueror, or Immortus, because it doesn't flow. It it doesn't doesn't work out quite the way that it came out later, because it's like I think he he was just going to be a time traveler. Okay. And then they were like, oh, you know what? There's this guy who was in the Fantastic Four. Why don't we have we have this guy named Kang? Was time traveler, so why don't we interweave their stories? It's it's kind of weird. It was a very weird episode. You know, I enjoyed it. I think I the, did enjoy it. I think the only part that got me just the thing. He's on the boat. He's doing the war duty thing. Because of the blazing sun, he turns into Ben Grimm. Hello, just, that's your fix for just a fraction of a second. Just stand outside. Just. Just stand outside on a hot day and have your moment of glory, just just for a brief moment. But it's an ancient sun, as as Stanley would write. It's only three thousand years different, and so there must be some kind of pollution in the air, and like later day, that blocks whatever radiation is coming from the sun. Yeah, it's ancient sun. It's an ancient, it's ancient not the real sun. sun. It's only three thousand years different. There's not going to be any mutations in that sun. Okay, and when they were talking about Reed being like the uh, what should we call it? The guardsman or whatever. Right. And looking around. Did anybody else get Mechanex yes. image in their head when from the man? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Mechanek, I was watching Friday the 13th Part 6 today, and there's a kid 
in the background. And he's wearing a Master of the Universe shirt with a mecha neck on it. I was going to say, how are awesome. you connecting this? <laughs> I was like, that's a good connection. I was like, whoa, <laughs> he's got a mecha neck shirt. That's weird. But no, I, I like this episode, but I'm a, I'm a, I like Kang, so. But the time travel is all messed up. Stanley you got to take like, it for what it is. I, but, I mean, that's the thing with this episode. I actually really enjoyed this episode because it, it seemed like something was happening. Opposed to a lot of the other episodes where it didn't yeah. feel like anything was ever happening. Yeah. And they did, yeah. they did a callback to trying to help Alicia. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was not, yeah. She's like, you guys are so good. You're trying to help me. I'm like, can't she have a different voice? No. Yeah. That voice is so... You guys are so good. Thanks for helping. That'd be better. You know, <laughs> at least I could hear her. I'm not straining my ears. I, this is probably one of my favorite ones. It's one of mine too. I, I will say this has been the best one yet for me. But no, it like we've been trying to like talking about how these aren't going anywhere, and it's like you know finally you're putting storylines together and bringing them. You know, there's a reason why they're going there. There's you know a reason why you brought in Alicia. There's you know, and yep, I kind of yeah, it's one of my favorite ones. It's too bad they didn't figure this out until episode eleven. Yeah, but now you see why they're jumping around a lot in like yeah. the continuity. Yep. So they're just like, oh well, maybe we can put them finding helping Alicia later on, or we can we can bring Doctor Doom in here, and then we can bring his time machine in here, and then we can use it again they're, later. Yeah, they were trying to piece together the story. Yeah, so they're hopping it. around. Yeah, and they wanted to use characters like the Hulk in some issues or some episodes, and and it's yeah. good they're. Doctor Doom appears in word only, and he doesn't appear like in, as a person in this. So, and they didn't do a stupid uh, sound effect for the voice. No, which is good. I think that probably helped. This that helped a lot. Not having his voice garbled by some trashy Ugh, sound effect. Sound yeah. effect from you know, like we said, that it's what they had back in the day. But it's just nice that they just had him use his voice and just change it a little bit. Yeah, give it some bass. What? You just think it? Give it some bass. I started Johnny Cash. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, Daddy sang bass. Yeah. You want to keep going? Straight my head. Just no. keep going. I'm keep good. going. Just okay. riff, Ryan. Just riff. So next week is episode 12. We only have two episodes left. And next week we meet the Red Ghost. And it's Super Monkeys, which is just in time for the It's Too Wordy. We're doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles month, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles knockoff month. Knockoff month. Knockoff November. So, maybe we'll meet the original Ninja Turtles, <laughs> which is the Super Monkeys. Yay! Yay! We're updating our Patreon this week, so go ahead and check out in there probably Friday to see our new tiers, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Later. See you.